Well, did you accomplish your goals? I, I did. Um, yeah. Beautiful. Perfect. Perfect year. <laughs> it's tough to motivate oneself to do low intensity parkour if you get a lot of enjoyment out of higher intensity parkour. It's one of those clips that broke the internet. Video of the year. Do you want to say it together? Three, two, one. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. This is STS. I'm Renee. And I'm Tom. And <laughs> I didn't know we were doing a switch off like that's that. That's what we're doing, man. <laughs> I, just, and, uh, I just went with it. Yeah, right, go and, ahead. Uh, this is a show about parkour. Uh, hopefully we give you some unique takes that you can't get anywhere else. Today we're going to start things off by talking about the new year. It is uh, January 9th, so we're a little late for the new year. A little talk. late, a little late, but you know what? Just on time, if, yeah. you, know, you, know, if you know what I mean. I think as long as it's still January, it's it's fair game to to do sort of review talk and things. Yeah, well, I mean, it's still pretty early January. Mm -hmm. Like, what, are we supposed to record this January 1st? I mean, ideally, that would have been... I, I mean, I wasn't here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. Like, we, we have, we're busy. We've got our own lives that we're tending to. And then yeah. this podcast sometimes gets left on the back burner. Okay. But so we, we always come back to it. Yeah. So speaking of own lives, uh, any, any things you want to get to talk about? Like, I don't even know. I don't think I asked you exactly what you did for, for New Year's. Oh, for New Year's? It was mm -hmm. just like a dinner and games with some friends. And by friends, I mean like two other people other than myself and Caroline. <laughs> so yeah, it's pretty, pretty relaxed, uh, new year's, but, um, saw some fireworks. Yeah. Uh, did they do them at, uh, English Bay here in, in Vancouver? No, oh. it's, they canceled the fireworks. So I think people just did them themselves, which is super illegal as well. But I, I don't think people cared. I miss fireworks. Yeah. Like, my like having my own yeah shooting off your own fireworks yeah yeah well you were in the u.s mm -hmm. and, I, and i also saw some some fireworks there you go they they do a really good job actually in seattle the it was funny because they they did this drone so it was like 500 synchronized drones putting on a light show with stuff and then the drones do a countdown and then fireworks start so you get both but we left before the fireworks finished because I just got bored. <laughs> That's the thing with fireworks is like they're kind of cool at first and then mm -hmm. it just fizzles. And then it's just like I'm always in my head. I'm like, OK, cool. That was fun. Like that should be the end. Right. And then they mm -hmm. keep going for another like 12 minutes. So <laughs> for me, fire, and then everybody's got their phone out. It's like, oh, I got to film this fireworks show so that I can show somebody never <laughs> what I saw. You know what I mean? Yeah. But... <laughs> Um, yeah, fireworks, they're fun to shoot off, but I think they're less fun to watch mm -hmm. personally. Okay. So last year we started off this, our first of the year cast, and we did a little bit of talking about new year's resolutions and goals sort of thing. Do you want to do any sort of review of, or do you even remember what you said last year? I don't remember what I said last year. <clears throat> um, yeah, I don't remember at all what I said last year. To be honest, I know I had some things in mind that I wanted to get done last, yeah. last I, year. I think what you said last year is actually more true to like New Year's resolutions because you were kind of talking about 
habit resolutions or like behavior ah, resolutions, yes. yeah, which yeah, is yeah. actually what, because that's what a resolution should be. Whereas I was talking about like goals for the year, yeah, which is actually, right. which is actually not really a resolution so much as it's, well, it's, it's a goal, right? It's, it's a goal. Like yeah, yeah. Um, so, well, did you accomplish your goals? I, I did. Um, yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect year. <laughs> we had, uh, yeah, so I, I finished uh, filming for the video project uh, that's been haunting me for the last number of years. And the edit is actually supposed to be out this weekend. And I say supposed to be because I have a meeting tomorrow. I, I think we'll, we'll hit it. It should be up this, this weekend. I'm just, you know, I don't know. Resilient. Yes. Is it, is it said that way or is it said like <laughs> a little bit different emphasis? <laughs> emphasis on the res. <laughs> res, Ilian. Uh, yeah, no, that is, that is the one. I don't, so, know if, I don't know if you, the audience listening, knows that Renee's former, we'll say former nickname, mm -hmm. but it's still kind of prevalent. Some people still call him this, but it's res, R-E-S. Yeah. I've, and if you go back in history enough, you'll see actually a lot of his videos were titled Res something. Yeah. Like, what was it? Uh, Resurrection. Mm -hmm. Yep. Res, there was uh, also, but there was also another one that uh, we did that was Renaissance. Renaissance. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, I do yeah. remember that one. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to continue with this, I think, for as long as I can make videos for, although I don't know how many videos I'm going to do that or feature me i have an idea for a video this year that i i don't i'm just gonna say i have an idea and not talk about it now because okay. it's not fully is that a formed. goal for is that a new year's goal um yeah i think i think one of my new year's goals more actually has around uh like training volume i had to take i had to be feel like i had to be really cautious in the last couple of years uh regarding like how much i trained because it's just like retraining my knee and then I was spending so much time really like narrowly focusing my training to completing the, the video. And so this year I just want to train more and see if I can actually get like more like low intensity sessions in. Mm. Um, so far I'm off to a pretty good start, but see if I can, if I can keep it up. Have you done much parkour in the last few months? Yeah. You have? Yeah. <laughs> all right. I did, I did three sessions last week, but they were all like pretty, pretty low key. Okay. Yeah. Nice. I'm like really missing parkour right now. I'm mm -hmm. like, <clears throat> I was just thinking about the other day. I was like, man, I really want to go do parkour, but I haven't been doing, I haven't done any parkour in the last few months. It's outside of like classes, like flow class, for instance, I jump in and do some, some lines, but mm -hmm. that, that to me, that doesn't really count. Right. Mm -hmm. um, that's just kind of getting in some, some reps with other people, but doing like having a training session outside of weights it's that's all i've been doing yeah and i think it was tough for me in the last couple of years to to have like an off-season plan where i was putting you know three or more three probably three days a week into uh strength training with y'all and then like oh i'm gonna try to get some parkour done it's it's tough to motivate oneself to do low intensity parkour if you get a lot of enjoyment out of higher intensity parkour yeah meaning going out and doing things that are like really physically taxing or, or difficult for you or involve output or impact but that's that's what i'm trying to do more of this year is try to see if i can just just start just just go out and you know no pressure sesh as they say mm -hmm. so 
Those are my uh, favorite kinds of sessions because usually <laughs> they result in the most fun. Yeah. Sometimes. For, for me. Yeah. But at least, but at least you go into them again, not expecting like, oh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be getting a clip for Instagram. I'm not going to be doing anything. I'm just going to warm up and start doing some moves <laughs> and see where it, see where it uh, takes me. And, and a lot of times I think the expectation for me, at least in the past week is like, I'm going to want to do some moves and then almost like restrict myself from doing anything that would be like really intense. Uh, I think I had one session where I went like a little bit more because I felt good, but. For me, it's just like, how easy is it for me to get into the playful mindset? Mm. Cause if I'm in a playful mindset, then that's when I have the least amount of pressure on myself to perform. And that's when I'm having the most fun. And generally it's also when I perform best. So it's like this weird, like, uh, what is it? Uh, it's like counterintuitive, right? Like uh, I want to, I want to, if I want to perform well, try to get into a mindset that doesn't involve performance goals. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and it just, it just kind of tends to click better and I have more fun and things that I think might be impossible actually end up being possible because I just play with it until it is. Yeah. I, I think one of my criteria is to, for the lower intensity sessions though, is to not play. Mm. Like if I, if I get one up and start feeling good, that's fine. But it's like the start of the session is going to be X amount of these, X amount of these. And it's just making sure, cause I'll spend time like right now we're doing a lot of maximum effort jumps, like along with weights and maximum effort jumps. Don't do not fo like, do not focus on a good stuck landing. A lot of times it's overshot because if I'm just setting up some blocks in the gym and trying to max out my jump, I'm almost trying to overshoot just to make sure I make it right. So there's no time focusing on landing. And so if I'm doing sort of a lower intensity session, I might do some small rail pre's or something like X amount of those and just mm. focusing on getting a good stick. Um, and then any other, I'm trying to see if like there's any other techniques that I'm not touching on a lot or that I feel like I can be better at. Cause even doing, like I said, the low intensity reps, they help, they, they help in, kind of honing technique, getting more comfortable with it. A lot of times for me, and I think for a lot of other people, if they're struggling with the technique, it's usually because there's a little bit of fear around it. And so just getting in even more reps around, even if they're like smaller jumps or smaller distances can help over time. So yeah, that's what I'm, I got a couple of those in last week and just stacking experiences in your favor. Right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, great. Yeah. That's wonderful. That's, that's uh, that's a new year. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm like just trying to, I'm scratching my brain right now mm. to see if I can remember what I, what I said last year outside of like, just, Oh, form good habits. Yeah. Um, okay. I got, I got one more. If, if, uh, you want to keep thinking about it, I actually remember yours. Oh, sweet. So I can remind you as well. Uh, last thing I want to touch on though, that was another goal that I achieved is, uh, origins had a record breaking year for revenue. So that's pretty cool. Not for profit. Well, actually, pro probably for profit as well. I just can't say that we like profited a lot. We still spent a lot, but uh, record-breaking year for revenue. So that was that was cool. So some of the things you say. So you had a, a training habit you were trying to form. Okay. Um, trying to stay consistent with because around this time but that was last the, year that was the weightlifting. Mm -hmm. And then we were talking about yeah, like transitioning yeah, yeah. to parkour, which you did a bit. I think just as we mentioned 
in a podcast earlier, or sorry, I guess at the tail end of 2023, where we talked about how kind of summer ends up like escaping us sometimes. Oh, yeah. And so, so I don't think keeping up the same routine happened. No, no, no. I, I definitely stuck with the weights mm-hmm. and then quote unquote parkour season came around. And I think this year I did the least amount of parkour I've ever done in any year. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, so, well, I mean, there's a, there's reason for it. There's yeah. a lot of things going on, but, um, yeah, yeah there's, it was definitely the, the least amount of parkour I've done in, in any year. Um, and it's reflected in like my, my Instagram, you see, there's just like a handful of posts from last year. Mm-hmm. Not that all of my training goes on Instagram, but that's just a good measure. <laughs> you know? So, yeah, it can be. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah I, I find some, I don't know. I get, well, that's an, I don't want to get into the Instagram volume posting no. topic, but <laughs> Uh, so, so this is actually why I think sometimes what I'm trying to do, which is like, okay, I'm going to go do some low intensity reps of like, I've checked off a couple of things I'm trying to get better at, do some low intensity reps of those, and then maybe call it a session rather than even thinking that I'm going to play with something or do any, like that's at this stage for me, that's not, um, a parkour session. I think as I get into summer, that's what it becomes more of mm-hmm. is like go out and start getting into like more of a playful mindset. But right now it's just almost treating it like a workout where it's just, okay, it's part of the routine. Mm-hmm. Part of the routine is I'm going to go out and do some, some low intensity parkour. Yeah. Um, what, what were the other things I said? Did I say you said, skiing? you said YouTube, YouTube. What did yeah. I say about YouTube? Well, we were, we were a little bit more, frequent we were very we were like really frequent with youtube yeah and then summer hit we got really busy and so that wasn't the reason for me uh the reason for me is that there were other aspects of the business being origins that needed more attention and and ultimately that was like my main goal was was get that uh get the gym business really cleaned up and uh achieve the numbers that we did. <laughs> uh, I thought I could juggle both though. I thought I was going to be able to put time into, into videos and content. But again, as like reflected by like origins, Instagram and YouTube, you can see like the beginning of the year, there's like a lot more content and then it, and then it really started to fizzle. And it's not that we're stopping that altogether. It's just that it doesn't, make uh well it doesn't make doesn't make money yeah, yeah. it's, <laughs> it's almost like uh advertising for us more so than yeah more so than making money it's definitely it's harder to justify like putting resources into making youtube content when it's there's no real revenue being derived from it and it's hard to like pinpoint like, Hey, is this actually resulting in like the bottom line actually increasing? Mm-hmm. But, uh, it's still good. It's still fun too. Yeah. Um, we just, yeah, we, we had this, we had an increase in business this year, right. Or this past year. And so with the increase in business, it's like, okay, we have more volume of people coming in the gym. And so that caused a lot of changes and protocols to happen because we want to keep it going. And so it's like, all right, we have to adapt 
certain things to manage this amount of people. So it had me just reflecting on class plans, reflecting on staff schedules, reflecting on like just you name it to be able to accommodate that. A lot of that has come to an end now. And so I do think we're going to be able to jump back more into content, but it just wasn't the, uh, at least the second half of the year wasn't the time for content for me. I remember even around springtime, I was talking to uh, Michael, who's one of the managers at the gym. And I was like, yeah, like, I think I'm just spending too many hours right now a week on like YouTube. I'm like, I think with some of the edits, you know, it's like uh, your typical like tutorial or something might be like a 16 hour editing uh, and I, was, I was about to say session, but, <laughs> but that's like multiple sessions, right? So uh, I'm also coaching more right now, um, which is good. <laughs> but um, but a lot of times I need to step back from that in order to be able to do stuff like this. Uh, it's been kind of hard. Like we kind of ran through this thing too of trying to get someone to edit for us or like hire an editor and that costs money, but it also takes time to be able to communicate and explain to an editor exactly like how we want it to be. So I, I do think people that are into our YouTube can expect more from us as, as time goes on. Like, you, like it's, it's going to happen. It's just, um, we're going to go through certain seasons where we just can't focus on making videos as much or well, doing podcasts. Well, you know, outside of your new video coming out, <clears throat> This year, we released the Destiny, mm -hmm. Ollie's video, um, which super happy to see come out. We also put up the Kong tutorial uh, recently, mm -hmm. which is a, well, it's actually the ultimate Kong tutorial. I'm not sure if you knew that, but <laughs> <laughs> it goes into quite a bit of depth on how to, how to progress a Kong and what some of the common mistakes are that we see. People, I mean, this and this coming from, you know, decades of teaching people uh, how to do Kongs. So if you haven't checked that out and you need some help with your Kong, maybe a good opportunity to learn something. Um, but we do anticipate we'll be coming out with more tutorials this year and more coaching content and also more action edits. Yeah, I'd actually like to know from this is be a helpful comment from some of our listeners, viewers is, is, uh, for tutorials, like what sort of what sort of tutorials do you want us to make? Cause we have a couple like in our head of, okay, this will be the next one. I think we were looking at probably doing climbups or re revisiting climbups as, as the next one, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's totally open. So if there's anything that you'd like to, uh, see a, our most complete guide on, let us know in the comments and we'll probably make it happen because <laughs> ultimately this is uh, this is for you guys. And we clearly have a lot of time to make it happen. So <laughs> it's, it's going to, I actually feel like the tutorials don't take us that well, uh, the, the post-production does, but the, the planning doesn't take too long because it's just kind of going through the motions of, of what do we already teach? Yeah. Um, and then, packaging it in a way that makes sense for a tutorial because teaching classes is different. It's a little different, yeah. So, it, you know, some of the things that we might do in a tutorial are different than how we would approach it in like a single session in a class. But mm. ultimately it's the, you know, it's the same information, just repack repackaged a little differently. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, I think, I think the Kong tutorial took us a lot less time than the Roll tutorial did. The Roll tutorial felt like we had, the, we did like another day of pickup 
to like actually now that you mention it we we had filmed an entire tutorial yeah we filmed an entire role tutorial and then and i was like this sucks <laughs> so let's not put this out mm-hmm. let's do it again and then we and then that took us a few sessions just to get mm-hmm. right and then it took a while to edit it and anyway we got it out there and it's um it's doing really well actually and i think a lot of people are learning from it so that's the most important thing um Okay. You want to jump to the next thing? We could, yeah. Let's uh, let's jump to the next thing. Um, next thing being? We were nominated for a right. Storer Award, <laughs> uh, which is awesome and totally unexpected. I don't think you were expecting it, were you? No. Because I definitely wasn't. Um, we'll get into that in a little bit, but we just kind of wanted to go through. I thought you were starting with that. <laughs> Okay. No, no, no. It's it's called the cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah. So they're going to have to watch through some of this, or at least skip forward to the to that part of the uh, the show. Mm -hmm. But we're we're just going to go through some of their picks and what we thought of it. I don't think we should go through all of it. So I got some notes here. Yeah. And of of the store awards, not as many awards going out this year, and I I can't remember which ones they left out. Neither here nor there, but we're going to run through them. We're not going to have a big conversation about each of them, but there's a, a couple that I think are conversation sparking for sure. Yeah. So uh, starting off from the top, we have Banger, which went to, is it Max Webb or Webby? I think it's One, Webby. Okay. Max Webby. Who did Max W. that absurd cork to a windowsill of sorts? Or a ledge? Yeah, windowsill ledge thingy. Basically from a rooftop onto a ledge across a gap. Um, which is, it's one of those, it's one of those clips that broke the internet. Or at least in the parkour world, I think it broke the internet. Like, when I saw it, I just like, what did I just watch? And I think everybody shared it when they saw it because it was... When you say broke the internet, you mean like, uh, like... the. <laughs> Broke. Uh, you, you mean like in terms of like how viral it went, like how much it got shared? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It went quite viral. It mm-hmm. kind of broke people's brains. Yeah. And it was just weird because he like did it. Apparently he hit it first try and it was so perfectly executed and he just stayed there on the window. So anyway, pretty wild. And I don't know if I can disagree with it. I think it's a good, good choice. I mean, there's that or basically anything Ellis did this year. So uh, <laughs> it's, I think, I think we give it to the underdog here. <laughs> I, I have a trouble, I guess, coming up with bangers of the year because I don't tend to save or keep track of them. Uh, I know Callum uh, from Store was telling me that they like keep a bank of, so like anytime, I guess, one of them sees something that fits any of the categories they're saving it somewhere so they can like review it after but yeah it's it's always going to be like for me it's always going to be recency bias for things like that mm-hmm. or it's like what was the craziest thing i saw recently you know but um yeah being reminded of that for sure that was a huge moment um so after that we got uh we got send and this is these are categories that i have i understand in theory i guess how they're separate, but then also Max Webby did another, another court pre. court pre, and it's like okay, so one of them was a send, and one of them was 
a banger. A uh, banger. Um, yeah, I think oh, we also is... skipped off. We also skipped. Uh, sorry, Elise Bickley. Um, uh, one banger again. Yeah, not surprising. That was for the side pre that she did across over the over the rail. I think so. I'm forgetting. I just, Kipa, I just, Kipa Jam, I think. Kipa yeah. Jam? She, she I only, mean, she un, only posts bangers. She only unsurprising. posts bangers. <laughs> yeah, unsurprising. Um, uh, she won two years in a row, um, mm-hmm. which is, like I said, unsurprising. Um, but yeah, yeah, so, so send and banger. I mean, I know you've talked about this before, but it's fine. If it's, I find it hard to distinguish sometimes. It's like what makes something a banger but not a send? What makes something a send but not a banger? Is there is there like a crossover? Are we looking at like a pretty like like two circles that are like overlapping? You know, one one man's send is another man's banger. I suppose mm. that's true. Um, but having said that, the send for the for the the guy who won send Alexander Green. Green. Mm-hmm. Um, so you didn't have a chance to talk about this yet. Uh, when, <laughs> yeah. I had, when I had Ollie uh, in that seat uh, a couple weeks ago, we we did a little bit of discussion on this particular send, and yeah, I I guess it is worthy of the award if it's like what was the. If it's like, what's the craziest? Send? I think that's the difference. Is like, in order to win, send you have to be doing something that because a send is essentially like you're putting your belief or your faith into, I guess, the unknown. I'm not sure what this is going to feel like. I'm not sure how it's going to go. I'm screw it. I'm just going to send it. I think that is the idea. If you have a different idea of what a send is, let us know in the comments. But I mean, that's the, definitely like the way that send has been adopted for parkour send is means something different in like climbing yeah but also it's used in like extreme sports I know, like before yeah, yeah. parkour it's like the whole send it like started in i don't know i probably saw someone do that in like water skiing before i i heard someone call it up in parkour skiing. yeah for some reason that came to mind i don't know why yeah i remember seeing a water skiing clip where some guy went off a ramp or something and it was like send it okay anyways um neither here nor there uh alexander green uh doing the front flip dive roll on a 14 foot drop manpower specifically yeah um yeah i mean do i think it deserves to win the send it award yes without a doubt it's the definitely the biggest send that's i, I didn't ever actually happened. think you're i know there's a there's a butt about to oh happen there's a here, huge but. Are you kidding me? <laughs> uh but uh, <laughs> i guess i'm just i'm surprised you you agree with the award but it was like unanimous. All the all the stores were like, "Yeah, definitely." This I one. well, I no doubt. I think mm-hmm. no doubt. It's definitely the biggest send that happened this year, if not pretty much ever in parkour. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it's weird that so much of parkour is glorifying it because dude got hurt and like I don't know. Like it feels like maybe I'm old school in this respect, but mm-hmm. you know. When I started parkour, that would have been like so ruthlessly criticized online because of how reckless and stupid it was. Um, and okay, fair enough. He walked away. He didn't. Uh, he didn't seemingly concuss himself. 
uh, although maybe he did. <laughs> I can't definitively prove that. Okay, so there was some pushback we got on the comments uh, for the last podcast because Ollie and I were talking about that this guy apparently separated his shoulder. Mm -hmm. And then someone in the comments said like, oh, where did you get that information from? I can't find it. Is this even true? He said it himself in the comments. People were asking him. Okay. And he said he had, I don't know, he had like not particularly good English in describing what he had. But from what I understand, it was like a, a separation of the AC joint. Okay. So and I guess if you're questioning this, you're going to have to go look up the clip. No, you're just going to believe me. <laughs> yeah. Go look at, go look at the clip and, and go try to find it in the comments. He, he does say it somewhere in there. And I think he was out for like three months. Mm. Yeah. It's weird because in the clip itself, he rolls. It looks really clean to the point that it looks fake. Like it looks... And the, there's there's two angles because there's like the slow mo one that looks kind of fake. Does like, it look clean? The I first time I saw it, it looked fake. Well, I mean, it looks clean in terms of how quickly he gets up to his feet. So it, so when I when I say clean, it's like it's kind of like the I, I would have I I guess didn't watch it too many times, but when I say when I say looks clean, it's kind of like in a competition when someone finishes a line that they kind of stumbled on, but then they get up, like they just kind of posture up really fast and celebrate. And it was, it was totally that. Like he postured up super quick and was like, yes. And wasn't like holding his shoulder or anything. He or did. does he, does he hold his shoulder? Yeah. If you keep okay. watching the video, he's like definitely holding his shoulder. Okay. I didn't, I guess I didn't watch it enough times or, or but just like, repeated the okay, part. <laughs> so, so let me, let me clarify here. Mm -hmm. So I, I did say, Oh, maybe I'm old school because I'm like, Oh, this should have been criticized like more online. And it's like, I don't know, like we do in parkour, we do a lot of stuff that is potentially reckless and people get hurt doing parkour. I've gotten hurt doing parkour. I have a really like bad bail that I caught on video that is, was a result of me being stupid and reckless. But um, I don't know, like this one just seems like there's no way to not get hurt doing it. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think. There's also another. Some people were saying, some people were saying like, oh, like, does this, does like, um, oh, I forgot what I was going to say. Go ahead. No, I, I think that's a good point that there's no way to not get hurt doing it. Because because when I watched it, the seeing this, the reason, part of the reason I thought it was fake the first time I saw it, it's a little choppy with the slow-mo, but also I thought it was fake because how do you walk away from it? Right. How does that, how does it make sense? And I started to think of like all the, uh, bush and sand dives that like Dom posts and other, other people of that elk. But another sand comes to mind is the Leon stair front flip gap that Dom did. And then like, I think fractured his foot. Yeah. And that was celebrated as a sand. And, and I'm wondering like in your mind, mm -hmm. Is there a difference? Because you could look, I guess, at what. Uh, sorry, sorry, before you before you answer, what what Dom did, can that be done without fracturing your foot? And then looking at what this what this guy did is, are they are they the same or are they different to you? Okay, so this is an excellent point, and I'm just gonna talk through my thoughts yeah. around this. It's a candid show. 
<laughs> I feel like with Dom's front flip on the Leon 25, Leon 25, is it 20? 25. Asking the wrong guy. Uh, I think that is kind of a test to see how far you can take this skill because he's had so much success doing front flips from height across the years that it's like, well, this is the logical next step. Yeah, I can agree with that. If you look at Dom's progress over the years, it's definitely been like fairly, if you expand out enough, fairly linear, as I was going to say, like, it's just kind of like bigger, 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 right? Mm-hmm. where like it feels like this and maybe this guy has been doing like front flip to dive rolls for 12 years and has like gradually been building them up over time and now he's like okay well this is the logical next step and in that case like kudos for going for it i'm not convinced that you're not going to get hurt next time the same thing with dom like i, I do i can potentially see a world where he doesn't fracture his foot but maybe that is too big. Maybe he found the limit. Yeah. So. But so, so here's what I was <laughs> going to say earlier is somebody left in the comments is like, but would he do it again? Mm. Referring to the front flip to that rule. Mm-hmm. Would he do it again? And it's like, yeah, I'm, like that's a good question. Yeah. I guess that's the last point I would want to make on just send talk as well. Uh, in park or in general around send culture or yeah <laughs> is in park where we had this thing again it gets like an old school mindset where like once is once is never mm-hmm. sort of mindset that's actually not a parkour term but it's it's the same idea and i think what we end up seeing a lot now in parkour is once is enough someone will do something one time might be a bit sloppy, but because it took so much to send, that was that was enough times to do it. Yeah, yeah. And anyway, I'm I'm really torn on it. I feel like on the one hand, it just seems reckless and like he's flinging his body across a manpower gap because it's manpower gap, and he's just trying to get that credibility. But on the other hand, it is like well. How did he convince his brain to do that? Like, <laughs> there's, but then I was, I think I was talking to somebody about this, but I, I've seen people purposely jump to their crotch <laughs> for views on Instagram. You know, like I've seen not, people. Not, not parkour. Not parkour. Yeah. No, 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 yeah. not parkour. But mm-hmm. like just people who are just like, perp, like convinced, like able to convince their body to do something that is definitely going to be damaging to them mm-hmm. and harmful and hurt but they're doing it anyway because it gets views or likes or whatever. It gives them clout on, um, on social media. And I guess I'm struggling to see much of a difference here. There's definitely more skill involved in Alexander's send, but I don't know. It just feels like he convinced himself to do something that was definitely going to hurt him. So... All right, I think that is enough on send. <laughs> Although I do have to mention, I didn't leave a note here, but I believe uh, women's send went to Rachel Goff. Was that for the the aerial yeah. to slide? Yeah. 
That was pretty dope. It was. Okay. Uh, Dinger went to Andreas Latour for 360 pre. Uh, women's Dinger went to Hazal. I think this is her second year yeah. they're giving it to for uh, Water Pre. Um, Tombstone Bale, I can't remember who it went to. And I, I actually wrote in my notes, I don't care. I don't remember either. I don't really care either. <laughs> uh, but I'm, I'm kind of surprised that they're. I mean, it's it's entertaining. I guess no, it's it's definitely entertaining. But and because I, I, I don't know if I'd want to be known for it. Like if I savagely bailed. I don't oh know no! It was uh, it was Scandrit. He did the 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 flip to sk- chimney slide uh, and then he landed on his back. I guess, and I I think they defined it that he won because apparently he was fine. So, I mean, I guess if you have, okay, that is kind of cool. I will retract my, my statement. It is kind of cool if you do have a savage looking bale and then somehow or survive it without injuring yourself. Um, it's a pretty cool thing to capture on film, I guess I'll say. Yeah. See how, see how cat-like you can be. He okay. did land square on his back though. Yeah, cats don't do that. Exactly. As far as the saying goes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, feels good. This was uh, the award you were alluding to earlier. That's right. In a split decision, went to the commons. Uh, commons we talk about a lot on this this podcast and uh, their mission to create a consistent uh, platform for videos coming out of say, America. They've really done well this year. I don't know how the business financials of the commons is. I don't know. But in general, in terms of like generating um, support amongst the community, they've done a good job. And I don't, they've, I feel like they really only just started this year. Yeah. I mean, I don't know just to play devil's advocate. I don't know if I agree with that because I don't know what their view counts are or how much they get uh, talked about or whatever outside of sort of podcasts and this podcast. Yeah. I mean, we te- technically don't know that, but I think one thing that is for sure is that they generate a lot of interest in their jams. So join or die was very big and well attended. Um, I wasn't there. You were there. Uh, so it even, uh, it even drew old man Renee out to, uh, <laughs> to go have a visit. Oh, uh-huh. sorry. That was that was mean. a that was a personal uh, <laughs> promise. I had a, I had a horrible time, but that was because I was sick. Um, yeah, I, I came down with something weird. And I was miserable the entire time I was there. But um, it was a it was a well put together jam. It was lots of fun. Um, I think I already spent a podcast talking about it. So, but I guess it makes that. it makes so much sense for them to win. Feels good, and I and I feel like the the fact that we were nominated for it for uh, SPL two this year feels like, well, su- I'm super grateful that we were, but it was like, Ooh, I don't know if we deserve this at all. Like, I feel like this is definitely something that deserves to go to the comments or even like Josh, uh, Josh is the movement. Like that's garnered a lot of attention and he's been putting a lot of effort into that. Not that we don't put a lot of effort into SPL, but it feels like, it's not 
it's not really a feels good award. And I think last year I alluded to the, I was like, Hey, why don't they give it to us? Cause like, you know, and I was totally joking. So, uh, if that at all played into, uh, them nominating us, then, um, and actually almost voting for us that, uh, then I feel kind of bad because I feel like we like bullied them into it. Yeah. I, 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 uh, don't get out of all the awards. This is the one that I don't get the most other than what explanation is giving is, Oh, something that's happening. People are doing things that, that feel good. And, and okay. Uh, but there's just too many things that fall into that category. Cause we're talking about, uh, a semi-weekly, show we're talking about a one-off event and then we're talking about uh an organization or annual brand or company that uh annual event yes thank you uh (laughs) we're talking about the commons which is like a website and uh yeah like organization that's doing a bunch of different things they do community events they do yeah a website where they feature videos and promote. Yeah. Anyway, I, I guess the, the point I'm trying to make is that these are all like completely different things. And so it's, you're, you're really comparing like apples to cucumbers yeah, here. I feel like what the feels good award is, and I, I agree with you, it's kind of hard to nail down, but what it feels like it's turned into is what is the community project out there that's, doing the that's doing a lot for the community or whatever right and i think that's why spl fits in and that's why the comments fits in that's why the movement yeah but then last year didn't in. it go to it went to a jam last it year it went to kippa's yeah. street jam which i mean you could argue it's a community project that is doing good things um yeah. they also do a magazine so i don't know if that played into their choice last year but Feels good, feels like what is the community project of the year that's, you know, done a mm-hmm. lot. And when I look at it through that lens, I start to understand like why SPL was almost chosen is because, um, you know, we've drawn a lot of top athletes to come and participate in the event. We have consistently been broadcasting it every year so that people can actually watch the event. And it is largely a community, like a project for the community in that we're creating a parkour competition format that people want to watch and know who won. Um, And honestly, I think like there was just some really big moments that happened in SPL2 last year where you felt good watching it. Like thinking about say and... Elise's big trick and Nene and I mean like everybody like everybody in style like at, like especially in the finals incredible Tim's um, championship reign it's just cool to watch that and I think that's what makes it a cool community project and it makes you feel good so thank you Stora for nominating us it was totally unexpected yeah um definitely appreciate the the mention and and the fact that um it's made that impact um that it felt good to hear um <laughs> uh, yeah I, I think it's just a tough award to nail because so much of these other things are all media in fact all of them 
everything else is is around media. So who's SPL putting is out? Media. Okay, let me finish what I'm Go saying ahead, here though. Sorry. For once, um, we're doing <laughs> media. We're doing uh, all these media points where it's like banger send. Okay, these are social media clips, video, video of the year, uh, one person video of the year. Um, all the, the best athletes usually go to who's putting out the most media. So it's a lot of like what's living on social media. Whereas if we're trying to talk about something that's impactful in the community, I think you have to branch out further than what's being posted. Uh, and that's hard to do. Yeah. But um, if you think about like, I, I don't know if there, I can't remember if there was more nominees than, than the three I mentioned already. Mm-hmm. Um, SPL, the commons and Josh, Josh's movement. the movement. Mm-hmm. Um, but it feels like all three of those are media centric things, right? Like you don't see like the commons does jams as well, but largely their platform now, especially what they've done in this last year has been around producing media or not producing media, but like having a platform for media to go on. That's, they're paying creators for. Yeah. I, I guess I, I am just thinking in the world of like, let's say uh, a com- uh, there could be a scene where someone uh, runs a lot of jams or something that doesn't get like worldwide acclaim, but maybe that maybe it, maybe it needs to, maybe it needs to be something that's uh, touching the community on more of a global scale, which again, I would say that last year's winner that, that's why I think last year's winner was weird for me because if it's like Kippa Jam, it's like, okay, that was very sure there's other bunch of Europeans and people that go to it, but it. Um, last year it felt biased because it was like the one jam that store went to. Yeah. So they experienced it firsthand, whereas like they didn't go to join or die last year. Mm-hmm. So it just feels like they didn't get a chance to and so that's why it makes it a weird word because like unless they're going to every single jam and i think that's why this year it makes a little bit more sense because they're looking at things that are they're kind of experiencing the commons and the movement and spl the same as pretty much everybody is yeah yeah and i i guess i guess one of the things to think about is like okay if we wanted spl not just to be like because I think the store awards is one thing, and I think the store awards is becoming uh, this thing where it's like the Academy Awards of, of parkour, yeah, right, uh, and which which is really cool. And uh, I hope they continue to kind of like push on that level. But you know, let's say that we wanted SPL to be just known throughout parkour as like, oh, this is the organization of the brand or the the movement in general that is that is doing the most for the community. My question would be then, what do we need to be doing more of to make that happen? Is it that we need to be putting out more? <laughs> yeah, you if was, you know in the comments, please. Uh, please maybe we need know. to be putting out more media, maybe more events, maybe more. Inclu- I don't. I don't know. Um, I'm. I'm. I'm thinking it's just like more of what we're already doing, but just just scaling it more. Uh, but that, that's just kind of something that I guess came to mind when I was reflecting on or even just watching or listening to the store awards. So it was like, oh, okay, cool. There's some like notoriety here. What, what needs to be done to, uh, to seal the deal, I guess, to, to make it so that we're the, we're the one. But, but I also just think it's, um, I almost feel like we don't belong in the category. I know we, you just kind of talked about, like it felt, it was cool, but I just felt like, uh, this isn't something that, 
you know, we, we, we definitely want to be recognized as like uh, SPL representing parkour and doing a lot for parkour. But I don't know if um, if we I would almost want like uh, something like a store awards to go to something else. Yeah, I mean, when so before I watched it, Dylan messaged me or called me mm -hmm. and told me that we were nominated. Um, and then it, <laughs> and then I ended up watching it. And as I was watching it, well, before I watched it, I was thinking, I was like, oh, the comments should definitely win. Like, there's no doubt they should win. And then it came down to the, the basically like a split decision. I was like, come on, SPL win, let's go. Because <laughs> I was, you know, it was, it, whoa, it would be so cool to win it, right? But, um, but yeah, I agree. It's like, I don't, so there's definitely, it doesn't quite feel like we belong, but I think that I understand it now that I think maybe we belong a little bit, but I still think the comments should win. So, mm. um, despite hoping that we would. And, uh, yeah, just super grateful that we were recognized, honestly. Like, even even having not won, it's just it, just the fact that they thought it was what we're doing is cool enough to even mention it as a contender. Okay, we should move on though. We should move on. One man army, Chris Roth, Maven. <laughs> oh yeah, agreed. <laughs> like, yep. Big Obvious. agree. Let's move on. <laughs> One woman army, Miranda Tivling. Uh, I can't remember the name of the, the video. This one to me felt more like a 2023 compilation. Yes. Uh, which I, I, but then again, so I, I think it should have went to Rachel Goff because she put out something that was more of a video and less of a compilation. But then I think we were both agreeing on this when we were reviewing yeah, we it. Watched it we, we watched a bunch of them together yeah. um, the other day. Uh, but we were both agreeing on it that uh, the movement in... Miranda's video was of like a higher, uh, higher level than what was shown in, in Rachel's video. Yeah, I agree. Miranda's video was definitely like higher level, but it wasn't really that enjoyable of a watch to be honest. So even though that's the case, I feel like the one woman Ar army award should have gone to Rachel for golden because it was just a more enjoyable watch. It was just more of a video, more of a parkour, like piece of content instead of, instead of just like, a thrown together kind of compilation for 23 because everybody has a 2023 complicated yeah. compilation but the one big takeaway that i got from this was that there wasn't enough women centric videos like solo women videos mm -hmm. out this year rachel's maybe the only one that comes to mind yeah because um, Again, I'm not, I don't have my, I don't have my finger on the pulse. I'm not keeping a, a bank like a uh, store does of, of all this stuff. So, um, you know, I'm not the best person to, to speak of it, but yeah, not, not much. I have a feeling like Lisa Eckert put out a solo project, but it might've been last year. Um, and then uh, another good, like great 2023 compilation was uh, Lilu, uh, but it came, that came out after the store awards were recorded. Yeah, that's actually, kind of an issue, right? Because they record this kind of mid-December. It was December 10th. Yeah, so December, they recorded it December 10th. And then actually a bunch of stuff came out mm -hmm. after December, but before January, or after December 10th, but before January 1st. So I wonder if they'll consider those projects 
for the next store awards next year. Mm. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, yeah, I, I just, I, I know there are a lot of like women. Th- so the one, so th- about one women army there, like I said, there wasn't enough solo videos for women this year. But the cool thing is that actually a lot of videos that had female parts in mm-hmm. them. Uh, pretty much all of the major videos that came out this year had like female representation, yeah. at least one, right? I, I, I don't recall a year where we've actually seen that before, yeah. like on, on mass as much. So um, it's been really cool. Do you want to go down to the next one? Yeah, let's do it. Favorite flavor, Neophyte. Which is, so favorite flavor is like supposedly video of the year. Mm-hmm. But, supposedly. well, so here's the problem with it, right? Because Maven's video of the year. <laughs> it really is like neophyte when it when neophyte came out i watched it by myself and i was like this is the video of the year so mm-hmm. far wow what an incredible video um but but then maven came out and it's like well what do we do in a case where it's video of the year and then one man army yeah i i had this uh <laughs> venn diagram that like yeah was just where it was like you have three circles and you have uh uh video of the year one man army and uh male athlete of the year and they're all kind of like intersecting like too much to to parse and so it, it actually would make sense if you win one that you end up winning another one by default mm. so like maven would be one man army and video of the year. Well, it's like, all right, maybe it's one man army and favorite flavor is best team video. Right. I don't know. They got to figure it out though. Because, because in my view, Maven is the best video this year, mm. but anyway, neophyte, it's kind of unsurprising um, outside of Maven. I thought, I thought neophyte was the best video a year when it came out. And then there was a couple other contenders, but still didn't quite touch Neophyte in my in my mind. So, yeah. All right, we can and and Lisa Lisa's uh, stuff in that video that was yeah pretty good stuff. Lisa Eckert. All right, moving down. Mad scientist this year went to an American egg. Egg, uh, I think well deserved. I feel like McCreary was robbed for the last several years though, and he should have won one. It's like the, it feels like Mad Scientist was designed for McCreary, mm-hmm. and then they just didn't give it to him for a couple years in a row and gave it to people who probably didn't necessarily deserve that title. Um, although like we're, should be considered as, mm-hmm. as nominees, but just weren't doing what McCreary was doing. Yeah, it's, it's a tough one because, uh, recency bias and frequency of or volume of posting can play a lot into decision making and he's not a high volume poster not anymore he was he was way more yeah. back he, in those mind years, you, he, he put out one instagram post i think at the beginning of the year that had so many new and like cool things in it uh, there was a lot of like swing, like swing around a corner, lashay to kick off a wall to like Kong out. And then I saw a lot of other people trying it like later throughout the year. So I don't know, maybe one year. I, I, <laughs> I agree that he was overlooked 
in in previous years. Not, not this year though. I think this year mm-hmm. it's definitely. Uh, I think it's really cool to see Egg have the recognition that they mm-hmm. have this year. Um, Kevin Francis is probably another really really high up uh, mm-hmm. contender on that list, but it's cool to see Egg being recognized here. Yep, can't really disagree with it. But moving on to uh, Breakout, and when this was, I was actually listening to the Store Awards. I wasn't watching it for, I was watching parts of it, but I was kind of in and out. And uh, yeah, Joey PK, and, and I just thought, who? Because <laughs> I, I was not uh, following this guy on Instagram, and I am now because holy moly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's awesome. I. <laughs> can't disagree with it yeah the uncrowned uh uncrowned king of heights what it appears to be <laughs> i do think there's like some other potential names that you could throw in there but um but it, it, again it's kind of hard to like decide on the and so that's the one thing about the story is like this is such like the story is such a cool idea but it's like it gets really hard to really narrow it down and I mean, Callum alluded to the fact that, like, it's a surprise that we're all still friends after debating, like, all this. So, um, so yeah, it's a hard choice, but sure, you know, Joey Joey makes sense as a pick. Um, squad, squad goals that mm-hmm. went to Wizzy Gang, which, uh, which is not super surprising because they're awesome and they've been doing some really cool projects. I don't know if, if you... I don't know if you watched any of their like YouTube. I have been slacking both on the, I mean, on a lot of vlogs to be yeah. honest. I don't watch, I don't watch a lot, but mm-hmm. I, I've watched a handful of them and it's like really cool content and it's captured really well. Um, and their the production level of just their vlog content is really high. So, you know, and plus, you know, they also have just a stacked roster of athletes. So, great team awesome uh awesome to watch on youtube i wish i spoke french because then i'd enjoy it even more instead Mm. of having to read subtitles but not the worst experience in the world okay so we're down to best male best female best male this year i'm gonna say finally um went to ed scott yep which i think kind of actually surprised everyone i think it surprised everyone including myself i feel like he is definitely an all-around master as you have written here yeah i wrote i wrote in brackets ed scott all-around master yeah because if i can just sit if i can elaborate on that real quick go for it i think if you think in your i have a few athletes i would put there but if you think in your head of who is like the all like can do everything Ed Scott is such a big standout and it, there's a lot of proof in that when you w- see him anytime in uh, a blog, particularly like a more recent store blog where it was Bristol versus Brighton because he was doing so many of the challenges. And so I think he's the guy that in a lot of cases, someone who's like a specialist in something, he can do a lot of what they can do. Yeah. I mean, so at SPL two this year, we saw Ed, he was pre-qualified for style, but then he joined on-site qualifiers for both skill and speed. 
He qualified for both of them. He ended up top five in style, second place in speed, and then he he got knocked out after, I think, the first day in skill. But the fact that he was able to even get into skill, get into speed, let alone come in second place, um, or sorry, third place. Mm. Uh, for We're, we're talking about speed, yeah. Third place, sorry. Mm-hmm. I misspoke there. Third place in speed, and then still be a, a finalist in, in men's style um, mm-hmm. after a tough year. Like, he could do everything. He's the, he's the, the triple crowner yeah. no, that I we've always wanted. I think because he's so all-around, it's making it harder for him to be uh, someone who can win style yeah. anymore. Because I think the, the athletes that are podium and really getting – uh, taking over in style or are real like freestyle specialists, whereas Ed does everything, including like 20 kilometer runs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. I think, I think what was really surprising about Ed winning was that I, I feel like the store awards tends to be more of like almost like an influencer award, like who had influence this mm-hmm. year. And in the past, it was like Dom won. Verky one, they have like high output of like content. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Joe Scandrit, from the perspective of the store awards, I feel like probably should have won best male this year um, based on his like he has now the most follows of anybody in parkour mm-hmm. on Instagram. Um, he's you know he's pioneering like the whole pole sliding trend. Um, in a way that feels reminiscent of when Dylan Baker invented the cat drop descents, mm-hmm. like the balconies. And and so now everybody's doing what Joe did but um, this year, but it, it feels like he's been kind of like pushing and being innovative over the year. And not only that, but getting heavily rewarded for it through follows on Instagram. And it feels like that's having a ton of influence on parkour in general. So that really stood out to me as being best male, at least from the store awards uh, lens. Mm-hmm. So I was very surprised that they chose Ed this year. Um, I think he there was a gr- good argument for him winning last year, potentially. Um, but I don't know if this year was his year for best male, at least from the store awards perspective, but it's not our awards. It's the store awards. Mm -hmm. Two years ago, we were having a similar discussion about best male and it had gone to Dom. Right. And it's, it's very interesting because you, you say it should have went to Joe and the arguments we, if I just, if we were to take that clip and replay it right now, the arguments we were making for Dom winning, you can give to Joe. Yeah, because it's the the guy who's putting out incredible banger clip after incredible banger clip consistently throughout the year. Things that no one else is doing. I wonder if he if he had his own vlog, if they would have rewarded him because it feels like the people we've who been are, asking for it. I we've know, been asking. Joe show. For Where's the Joe show? Uh, yeah, we've been we've been looking at you know across the the last few store awards. It feels like they've been they consider people who are have a high volume of output in in terms of their content 
which includes vlog content. So like Ed Scott, Verky, Dom, they tend to be the ones who are putting out vlog content on a regular basis. And they're also putting Instagram content out every day. That's at a high level. Um, actually a little bit less so Verky with the Instagram content, mm -hmm. but he's apparently saving clips for something. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, a little bit surprised there. Um, yeah, I don't really have anything else to say there about best male though. We should move on. Last one. Best female. And we actually had a discussion about this before we started recording today. And I want you to go ahead with this one because you uh, fully convinced me. Again, it is, a lot of this is like recency biased, uh, looking through, you know, clips over the, over the year and stuff. So store, store, it came down to a vote between, mostly between Lisa Eckert and Lola Roy. And at the time when I was watching it, I was like, oh, you got to give it to Lisa because, you know, she did some awesome stuff. She, she was in Neophyte. And then the more I started thinking about it, I'm not surprised they went with Lola. And the reason why is because she's had some of the craziest, uh, like, sends that we've seen from any female athlete ever. This, just this year. And so... I think the one thing I would like to see a little bit more from Lola is just like a bit more control and less about just send, but her, you know, what she's done this year, like a lot of guys wouldn't do, um, you know, she's done some big roof gaps, some really sketchy looking gaps and she's not crazy well-rounded at this point, but she's quite good in a lot of things. And I don't know, it just feels like, um, her resume for the year just seems to outweigh everyone else's. Um, but, you know, not including any competition uh, playing in as a factor because generally the Star Wars doesn't necessarily consider competition performance um, as their choices. So in terms of what we've seen on social media, Lola seems to take the cake. Yeah, it's, again, going back to, like, I could also make the Dom comparison because if you look at, I'm not going to say, like, she's the, you know, woman version of Dom or anything like that, but there's a similar thing happening where if you go, and we did before we started recording, going through, like, her year of clips, and it's just big roof gap, big roof gap, <laughs> big jump, big jump, all these all these huge feats, like every every post is just a huge feat. So very, very similar comparison. And I think that's what, uh, yeah, ultimately seals the deal for best female. Yeah, agreed. Okay, so we got another thing to do here. Yes. And I see you keep looking at your watch and I keep looking at the time because we yeah. are running out of time as usual. But uh, we're going to do a thing here. We're going to do our own award show. And it's not going to last very long this year. Uh, and Think of it like the cheap, cheap, cheap version. How cheap? Of the store awards. If we give you an award and how this is going to work is Tom's going to have a pick and I'm going to have a pick. And if this actually gets to the winner, you can send us your address and we will mail you a loony. Hence... The Looney Awards. The Looney Awards. The first ever Looney Awards. So if you don't know what a Looney is, it's one Canadian dollar. Um, and it comes in comes in coin format. 
I've been there's fidgeting a, with these things since we started recording. There's a, there's a bird on the back of it. And then there's a... It's a loon. That's a loon. Yeah, that's why it's called a loony. <laughs> and then on the front, you've got the late Queen Elizabeth. So mm. um, it's only worth one Canadian dollar. So it's not worth a lot. But uh, we are Canadian. So we are going to give you a loony if you win. Okay. So what's the first category? Let's start with video of the year. Do you want to say it together? Three, two, one, Maven. Maven. So do we put this together and, and give, them a, give them two loonies or do we give them a toonie, which is literally $2 a coin? A I don't have an example of a toonie right, That's right. right now. It, it, it's bigger than this and it looks kind of cooler. So maybe we give them a toonie, but we'll see. Okay. All right. That's one. So that's one. All right. And next one. We were going to, I was planning on doing these, your take, my take, but we kind of already alluded to that. All right. Let's go. You know what? I think this is another one we're going to be in agreement with. Uh, let's do, let's do best female athlete. We're doing four of these, by the way. Okay. Best female athlete. Ready? Three, Three two, two, one. Lola. Lola, you get either two loonies or a toonie. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You tell us which one you want. Okay. <laughs> Okay, and uh, thankfully for time, we've already kind of discussed each of these, so we don't need to go into it too more. All right, here's where we may have some disagreement. So okay. uh, next we have uh, best male athlete. I'm gonna let you go first on this one. No, I think we should do a three, two, one. Because if there's disagreement, then we can then we can dis discuss. No, it. no, no. I want no. I want you, you, no? Yeah, I want you to go first on this one. Okay. Um, Okay, I've been kind of on the fence about this mm -hmm. because we already just talked about um, some of the best male athletes, mm -hmm. but, oh, wow. Okay. How do I want to do this? Okay. Slowly, apparently. <laughs> so it's I, suspense. In my, head, in my head, I made an argument for three athletes. Okay. And I'm gonna start with the first one, who I'm not gonna give it to. Wait, wait, no, no. I, I want you, just, just you, because, because actually, no. Go ahead. If 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 it ends up being mine, I'll just tell you after. Okay. It was mine. Yeah. Uh, my the first athlete I was considering was Ed because of his all aroundness and his performance at SPL with basically competing in three different uh, categories. But I decided that that wasn't quite what I was looking for in best male. I also considered Joe Scandrit for a lot of the reasons I already mentioned in store words, but this loony is going to be going to Ellis Torhall because Ellis has consistently been landing some of the craziest things this year that nobody ever even would consider. Um, and he's also just all, like kind of an all arounder too. Not quite as all around as Ed. He's definitely more of a specialist in style, but he's, he can do skill challenges. He can do big kongs. He can do a lot of parkour stuff. So I'm giving my loony to Ellis. See, I thought I was gonna get away with this one, but Ellis was mine. Too. I had a feeling. I had a feeling. <laughs> um, yeah, even you know. So if we talk about social media, like even just in the last, I remember he put up a post like recently. Like I had some Christmas food, and here's some some tricks off of it. And it's like, what? <laughs> These are things I've never seen before. He just put, put up another post today where he did this massive, like running stride to rail pre in his gym. Yeah. Uh, he really does have it all. He's really doing, all, you could even, 
move him into like a mad scientist mention at least. Uh, yeah, uh, the kid is something else. He's a, he's a man he's untouchable. Now. He's a <laughs> uh, man. I mean, relatively. Okay. Okay. Last one. Last one. I'm going to go last first winning. this time. Okay, let's do it. So last one is uh, best team. And I'm giving it to store. <laughs> you know, I was going to do it's, the same. It's the, store, it's the store awards. And they don't get to mention themselves. But really, it's, it's quite undeniable that if there is a best team in parkour, it's going to take a lot to beat store. They do it all. They have... Uh, the team members themselves regularly post content are still, even though some of them have been in the game for a long time, are still doing very unique things. They put out uh, Cavemen this year. Their blogs are the best ones out there. I don't know. I could keep going on, but store, best team. Man, yeah. I would, I, so I was going to say store, but... Um... I really like what I'm seeing from from Wizzy Gang. So I'm, I was gonna say if we did a three, two, one, I would have said Store, but I'm not gonna give it to Store because Store, you're awesome. But I want to give it to Wizzy Gang because they deserve the one Canadian dollar. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Store Awards, awesome. Wizzy Gang, really incredible team. I think this year they've actually done a lot, so I think they deserve it. But but yeah. Um, Thank you, Store Awards, for continuing to do what you're doing. It's really a great um, thing. I actually look forward to it every year at the end of the year. And I, I honestly think that people are, have been influenced by the Store Awards to like put together projects as a result or, put, or try to put their best stuff out there for the Store Awards. So um, I saw a comment on there that somebody, somebody asked Store Awards to do their, um, uh, do their Store Awards at a, like, live location like film it live where you could buy a ticket and go and i've long thought that that would be really cool like especially if you have all your nominees invited like hey you can come to the store awards and then if you receive it then you can go up on stage or something like that uh that might take a really long time mm -hmm. um and it might be logistics so here's what difficult. you here's what you do you take out the prize money and you spend <laughs> that on getting people to the show yeah Maybe. Well, I mean, if you just, you put the invite out there, like, hey, you're invited to this, but mm -hmm. you got to pay your own travel or whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Anyway, store awards, super awesome. The Looney Awards, look out for it next year because this, uh, it actually, you could earn more than just one Looney. If, yeah. if you get both of us to choose, you, uh, you might earn a yeah. toonie. You never know. So we owe three toonies to be mailed. And a loony for store and a loony for Wizzy Gang. Wizzy Gang, by the way, uh, after this now, I, I just feel like I need to uh, go and watch their vlogs. Go and do some watching. I'm also quite behind on uh, Team Fat's content, which I know has uh, has leveled up quite a bit. Yeah. Um, great. Okay. Well, I think we have to call it there. We do. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. Um, we'll uh, we'll see you, I guess, in the next one. Two me. <laughs>